Welcome to another episode of Winner's Circle, where we talk to entrepreneurs, brands, creatives, where we connect, learn, and share love to one another. And we got a special guest on this episode, Mr. Jamal Caller, aka Mr. Root, Mr. Black Root. So Jamal, man, welcome to the show, brother. Hey, peace, peace, Jamal Collier. You're here. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? A pleasure to be present. Cool, cool. Glad having the show, man. So you're doing a lot of stuff in the community of Baltimore and just touching the people around you. Well, for those that don't know who Mr. Black Root is or Jamal, you mind giving everybody a rundown of what you do on a daily basis? You know, what, what is your brand? What is your creative? And what are you sharing with the community? Okay. Well, my name is Jamal Black Root or Mr. Root Collier. I am a host, a facilitator, an activist, a griot, a musician, a teacher, a father, a husband, a son, an educator. And I find the opportunities to take advantage of ephemeral moments in children's lives by infusing some academic know-how and life skills with my art form. And that's what I do as a teaching artist. I also have co-founded and co-curated Baby Beats, which is a live music and movement program for children between the ages of infancy to about eight years old um, through my model, the Beatbox Dads, and Max and Root are the Beatbox Dads. So I do that. Uh, I'm also the front man and founder of the Black Root Underground Band, which is hip hop based, but we dig it into the soul and the jazz and blues crates. Um, I'm also a part of the Queen Earth Band, which is an awesome um, urban acoustic band. It's amazing. Um, yeah, so I do a whole bunch of really cool stuff. And, um, you know, in the midst of all of the foolishness that is the reality of this society, I still manage to do my best to um, be a, of service to others. Mm. Awesome, man. You're doing a lot, bro. Doing definitely a lot. And definitely, lyrically sound, I can see. You know what I'm saying? You have all these groups you're a part, you know, all these sounds that you're giving out to the community. But to sum it all up to all the, the musicianship you're doing, describe your sound to us. You know, what are, when people hear your music, when people hear your beatboxing, what do you want to be remembered by and what do you, what do you want people to describe your music as? Not bad. <laughs> um, I think that that is going to be relative to the person listening. You know what I mean? So my words by saying what I want you to get out of it, you could be viscerally saying the same thing, but you're using different words. And due to semantics, we don't realize we're both on the same page. You know what I mean? So. I'll try to be as universal in my response as possible. Um, I want people to listen to and view the things that I create and have the same inspiration that I had when I heard elders and ancestors now before me make sounds that inspired me to want to create things that they're listening to. Mm. Mm. Inspiring, okay, inspirational. And I think that's the beauty of music, right? We have our own interpretation of what that means to us. But overall, you know, we want to hopefully have a, a positive impact of what people are hearing to. Um, and I want, I want you to deep dive into um, the, 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 the things you're doing with the children, you know, like, you know, you're teaching and also teaching and beatboxing, you know, and you're always trying to have an impact of being positive and reinforcing those words with your music. You know, how have you seen 
um, that that work that you're doing actually impact those children in a positive way? Oh man, um, for me, seeing a child who goes from having a hive mind response amongst a group of children to them having their own individual choices and ideas and being able to say, I am because, I like to call those I am because statements that I do with the kids. Um, to me, that's, the return is fast. <laughs> you know what I mean? In a lot of cases, return on your emotional equity is returned tenfold before the end of the day. You know, I was in a classroom one time with a teacher who was very jaded and my heart goes out to teachers that get jaded and they, they don't feel that anybody better will come in their place or to help back them up. Um, they get jaded, man, and they start affecting the kids. This teacher said, I was in a class that was predominantly Spanish speaking. I wanted some kids to read some things I had on a cardboard that I made with a sign. I mean, sorry, the sign that I made with cardboard, sorry. The teacher says, oh no, he's not gonna understand that. He's not that smart. I said, whoa, teacher. So I look back at her and then I have to be respectful because one, I'm in front of the kids, two is her classroom and I'm there on the dime of the school. So I say, well, you know, he may not have responded to you, but let me give him the opportunity to practice and see what he can do. And then I just brought it right back. Cause you know, I hit him with the rabbity raps, bam. Um, and then the child proved her wrong. And at the end of that session, we had a debriefing. He said, wow, you know, you are right. I think maybe I was just projecting, you know, literally textbook psychological response. I think I was just projecting the thing that had happened in my past and I was using it to influence my future. And I said, oh, well, I'm glad we saw it before it got, you know, to other kids and kind of poisoned you more, you know, bang, bang, see you tomorrow. I love stuff like that. You know what I mean? I love being able to, uh, be blessed and be a blessing to other folks when I step in that classroom and I can tell that that's happening by what I'm getting back, you know? Um, a guy who I worked with in the sixth grade, he was about <laughs> he was about 18 years old. He said, Mr. Root. And I said, hey, what's going on? His name is Bobby John, his name is Robert Johnson. So I called him OG Bobby Johnson. Yeah, <laughs> OG Bobby Johnson, yeah. Uh, but I loved it. And it actually gave him a little bit of clout in the school. And he was like, that's OG Bobby Johnson. I said, yeah, it is. Um, yeah, and he, he embraced me and said, man, I wish you never left, you know? And, and I was like, well, why? Are you okay? He was like, well, no, you know, I did well. And then he told me where he thought about going and how he decided to keep moving forward because he saw somebody who looked like him. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That that's how you know. Wow. That's how you know. Wow. And going to the first part about just how sometimes that the words that we say can have such an impact to ourselves, but also to children and people around us. You know, if you didn't give, if you didn't say, speak up and say, hey, you know, this person, this child needs another opportunity to try it again. Him succeeding would maybe who knows? You know, what else can happen to him? Who knows? the repercussions of, of those words from that teacher that could really spire him down the wrong way of, of, of life, you know, just from hearing those words, you know. So I'm really happy that you're actually changing that narrative that actually speaking life into our children and the people around us because we, we all need that, you know. And then 
when we hear that more and more clients that actually do better and push ourselves and motivate others to do better as well. So I love the fact that you actually be an example of that. But let's go back into maybe your childhood or maybe you growing up and you actually started making music and beatboxing. You know, what was the experiences that you had that made you want to have this impact through beatboxing and actually sharing this with people around you, the children and everybody that you know? Well, ironically, beatboxing specifically, out of all the skill sets and talents that I've applied as a professional musician, beatboxing is what I started doing the late, the least, like the last. So I started rapping seriously in 2001. I was a musician and played an instrument since I was in the fifth grade, you know. I even picked up the didgeridoo. And then at the last minute, I started beatboxing and I become a professional at it and I get paid for it, you know. So um, beatboxing just seems to be prevalent because I think it's, the drum is the most powerful instrument there is. The first instrument created was a drum when your heart beat, you know, when the first person's heart beat. If you don't have a hand drum, they can never take the drums away because you have a body. You have percussion. So when your body is a drum, that resonates with everybody because they feel your rhythm for that moment of music, for that moment of magic, you feel me? So that's why beatboxing does what it does to kids because it's, it's the equal playing field, you know? If I'm a lyricist, I've worked years to be a lyricist. I could do this, that, and the third. Good or bad, I have more experience and wisdom than you. When it comes to your body and your face being noise, there's no level, there's no hierarchy. Either you can do it or you can't. If you can do it, you're alive. If you can't, we need to get you medical assistance and prayer. <laughs> and get you need to be, you feel me? Yeah. Like, yo, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. Yeah, that's, so you're saying beatbox essentially is the sound of, of life, you know? Anybody could actually take this on, you know what I'm saying? Because it's coming from my soul, drone, things like that. But let's say, you know what I'm saying, I'm the person that doesn't believe that. I don't believe that I could beatbox or even be lyrical. You know, what was, and I guess your, maybe go into your experience, what, what are the first steps to say, hey, you know, I wanna be a so-called beatboxer and actually make this big and have an impact and influence like, like you're doing now? Well, the funny thing is, man, I got, a, I got another question for you. Mm -hmm. You ever seen a dog before? Yeah, I've seen a dog. Does it ever tell you it's a dog? No, it doesn't. It never does, right? So you, it would never be like, oh, so how long do you think I was a so-called dog? You feel me? So mm. for me, me <laughs> I didn't need to tell people I was a beatboxer. They knew, you feel me? Yeah. So it was like, they designated who I was to them, but they were just reflecting what I already knew I was doing, mm. you know? So when it resonated and we connect, we AL likes and we keep it moving, you know? Mm -hmm. So for me, I just had an opportunity to know that people needed to come to grips with what I was doing. And we all holding on and tapping into that one thing, that source, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I keep on going back to the way it seems like, you know, just, you know, the impact you're doing and beatboxing and just knowing who you are is things that are just the essence of life essence who we are not something that you could actually 
have to proclaim that you that you do is just people see it, people feel it, you know, people experience it, and that's about it. You know, it's not explainable. You know, and I think yep. that's why you know what I'm saying what you're doing is so impactful because people can resonate with something in them that's who they are as well. Mm-hmm. So, is there any more ways besides you know all the avenues that that you're you're tackling now that you want to you know speak life uh, through music to the children, to the people around you in Baltimore, or just the overall world that you want to um, do next? Hmm. Uh, no, I think I kind of, I think I kind of, do my best to articulate those in person and, and when I see people. Hmm. So I don't think I would need to add anything else. I think I would just add that amidst of all this out there, mm-hmm. that we hear our language through the language of others. Mm. There's a way that you can articulate something to yourself that I can never grasp. I want it to be more open for the understandings of different applications for those types of things. Mm. And I don't think I'll need any other avenues to get to you. Does that make sense? No, that makes perfect sense. That's real. That's real. And I keep on going, keep on saying it, you know, it's, it's, I'm just sensing the word essence of like the way that you're speaking, the way that you're talking about beatboxing, the way that we're actually able to connect um, in a real meaningful, impactful manner. You know, this is going back to just, you know, what you're doing as well, speaking to the children, you know what I'm saying? This is who you are. Don't forget that. Same thing with beatboxing, you know, it's the sound of your body coming through, coming through, you know, you don't have to explain that. It's something that's the essence of you are. And I feel like, you know, with just our community, with business, any avenue of life, you know, if we actually remember that, you know, we so more connected with other people, you know, we'll actually be, be more of a, a positive resource for, for others and just uplift another to that next level, a next level or whatever that is. Mm-hmm. So, so overall, you know, Mr. Blackroot, you know, Jamal, you know, what would be, I guess, your sound of life? Like, if you could describe it, you know, in words, and you just say it is undescribable, like, if you had like a a theme, you know, what would it be for you that you want to share to everybody to understand what are you trying to put out there for the world to, to understand? That was a very long question. <laughs> it, it really was, you know, I was trying to, and that's the thing about, you know, trying to explain something you just can't explain. And when you try to explain, you explain too much. Yeah. I would just say we know. <laughs> <laughs> Simple as that. Simple as that, you know, simplicity is key. We know. Less is more. <laughs> Less is always more. Man. Awesome sauce, bro. Awesome sauce. So Jamal, you know, where can people find more about the things you do in community, stay connected, you know, and catch up with everything you're, you got going on? Absolutely. Uh, I'm the host of Arts and Learning Kids uh, with young audiences of Maryland uh, through the city. You could also catch me at Blackroot1 on Instagram. Uh, I'm sure I'll probably link to this video or this podcast chat in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Uh, you could also check me out at beatboxdads.com. Uh, that's the live music and movement programs that I have co-created called Baby Beats. You could also go to theblackrootunderground.com. And that should pretty much get you up to where you need to be with everything else. Awesome sauce, man. Well, thank you so much for coming to Winner Circle. Definitely appreciate this conversation. What you're doing thank is so impactful and so positive. 
can't wait to stay connected to see what you got in store and just, you know, be part of the winner's circle, man. Likewise.